Greetings, everyone. Master Grogan here, ready to rock your world with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. Hey, as you know, we talk about it a lot. Not if, but when the world kicks your butt. I'm here to motivate, inspire, and kick your butt back up. And that's the whole essence of the Kickin' Life podcast, to help you live your best kickin' life. So buckle up. Here we go. everyone, Master Grogan here with another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. As always, thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy day to join us. I promise, as always, I'm going to give you everything I've got, those right hooks of reality, but also that inspiration, that motivation that inspires and empowers you to get back up when life kicks our butt. And you know, it's not a matter of if, but when, and it happens often. It happens to every single one of us, but that's why we're collectively working together here to empower each other to live our best kick in life. So as always, if you haven't checked out our previous episodes, get on it. we got 153 episodes out there, folks. This is episode number 154, and we're going to continue our theme that we've been talking about the last, uh, I guess, four episodes now, and it's kind of in direct alignment, reflection, if you will, of what we're doing at our Martial Arts Academy. And this month, we're talking about, during our Matt Chats, self-discipline. And we've talked about self-discipline as showing respect and obeying cheerfully, got a show on that. Uh, good manners, being polite, courteous, and respectful. Got a show on that. Last week, we talked about integrity, which is doing the right thing, and being honest, not only telling the truth, but being honest with yourself. And that flows into this week, and that theme of self-discipline is self-control, which is probably the hardest one. And part of self-control is you know, having, controlling your mind over your emotions, watching the words you say, and, of course, the hardest thing is those thoughts that enter your head. And yeah, we don't have a lot of control over what comes in, but we do have a lot of control. Matter of fact, we've got all control on what we focus on. So that self-discipline is huge, especially in regards to self-control. And on this show today, we've got a special guest. It's our producer that produces every single one of these shows. So I just get on here and talk. He's the one that does all the behind-the-scenes magic to make things happen, to make me sound better than I do. Yeah. And even though you can't really see me, hopefully you get a pretty good visual. And that's all thanks to our man, producer Brian. And we're bringing him on today to talk about self-discipline because he and his wife have been on this quest, this journey, and I'll let him talk about all his channels that he has right now. I know the one I've been following is Crocs in the Kitchen, and it's all about not only losing weight, but becoming your very best, establishing that healthfulness. And that healthfulness, easy word for me to say, is all about that conditioned self-discipline or self-control to sustain something over a long period of time. And I'm just going to give you a couple numbers here, and we're going to bring Brian on. But since June 2nd, I'm sorry, June 22nd, 2018, he and his wife have lost a collective 270 pounds. Let me say that again, 270 pounds in a little over a year. Now, of course, it didn't just fall off one day, but it didn't happen in one day. So they're doing the right approach, and he's going to tell us all about it, talk about how you can follow him, and those that are struggling with some weight loss, and and obviously, we all have our own battles we're fighting, but if this is a battle you're fighting, he's got some excellent input, some excellent tips, suggestions, and he's going to tell you how to follow him on social media. So without any more, the man that's lost over 160 pounds in a little over a year, and he's done it the right way, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Brian Cruck. How's it going? Fantastic, buddy. It's my first time actually on the show, right? Is it really? 
Is it? Uh, what, what, what I a, mean, like, what a terrible may, host I maybe, am. Maybe, maybe I've like actually, maybe I did talk back in the early days uh, occasionally, but I don't know. I just like watching you go anyway. You know, I just hit the record button and just watch you just like, because it's amazing. <laughs> you have like this wind up moment, like just before you get going. And then when you get going, it's just like, boom. And then you just keep going for the rest of the time. Wound I love up. it. I love it. Well, thanks, buddy. I appreciate Fantastic. that. Fantastic. You have great energy. I, I Thank you very, very much. And that was something uh, I, I've always had the great energy, but a lot of times it was out of control energy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> if I was told once, I was told a million times, Richie, stop talking. Richie, sit down. Richie, calm down. Richie, this and that. If there's yeah. one thing that I learned, and, and, and it, it applies to physics and it applies to life, uh, fire that isn't controlled is useless. Fantastic. It's a great word, isn't it? Like, Wow. Did you hear that, folks? It came from Mr. Brian Cruck there. I'm, I'm good with Say it. Say it again. Fire that isn't controlled is useless. I, I had a lot of useless fires burning, and occasionally I still do. And that's why today's show, self-control, yeah, <laughs> is spot on. But yeah, what I try and do, and, and folks, I, I remember I'm transparent. I'm not hiding anything here. I'm giving you all the behind-the-scenes tips and tricks and whatever I'm doing to help me live my best kick in life. And I fight my battles too. But before I go on, I do a little meditation. It's usually about 15, 20 seconds, and all I'm saying to myself is, find it, find it, relax, bring it. Therefore, I can control myself to the best of my abilities to bring you the best I can to help, once again, empower you to live your best kick in life. Yeah. Thanks, Brian. Yeah, I appreciate that, buddy. So, yeah, I, I just uh, I wanted to get back to, uh, to kind of how this whole deal started with me, right? That would be fantastic. Uh, so you said it, June twenty second of two thousand eighteen, we uh, we ended up doing something a little crazy. A couple weeks before that, actually, I'll, I'll build up to how this whole thing got started. So, like a month or so before that, I watched a video online uh, of this guy that is just a random YouTuber that I really enjoy. Uh, his main channel is called Blimey Cow, and it's it's really funny kind of stuff, a lot of jokey stuff. But he has a separate channel that he just does vlogs on his own. And he did this video about changing your life in small ways, like just to sort of make your life a little bit better. For him, it was waking up super early. So he started getting up super, super early, not looking at his phone. So he would like go and he would work out or he would like run or do something along those lines. He would get some other stuff done, but he wouldn't look at his phone at all. Like even to the point where he had to like separate his phone uh, from like next to his nightstand and like put it in, in the living room or the kitchen or something like that. So he couldn't just like grab it and look at it. But like he had a set time, like this is my time before I actually get on there to do other work and, and, and this and that. And so I watched the video and I was like, man, I'm really fat right now at that, at that time. Uh, I, weighed, I weighed myself just, just before we got started on our weight loss and I weighed 514 pounds. I mean, I'm six foot six and so I can carry weight pretty well. Like I can look a lot skinnier than what I actually am, but even at 514 pounds, I'm still just a huge fat guy. Uh, and so I saw that video and I was like, man, it's like this, this guy, like he did something in a small way to change his life and like do something. So, you know, maybe there's something that I can do. It's certainly not waking up early. Cause that, I mean, I don't care to wake up early. I'd just prefer to stay up later. Uh, but then a, a few weeks later I was watching YouTube again and I saw this video above, uh, the director, Kevin Smith talking about how he had a heart attack and then how he lost a bunch of weight after that doing, uh, like a vegan, like diet. 
And he talked about how he got started on that, though, after his heart attack, where he did two weeks of plain baked potatoes. He got that idea from the magician Penn Gillette from Penn and Teller, who was also quite overweight and decided to do something crazy where he ate two weeks of plain baked potatoes, no salt, no butter, no oil, nothing added whatsoever, and nothing taken away. So you couldn't even peel them. Like you just had to eat them completely plain and baked. And so he did that for two weeks and then he switched to a whole food plant-based diet, which is, you know, pretty much a vegan diet, but you, you only eat like healthy whole foods and you limit like processed foods like oils and salt and sugar and stuff like that. Uh, and so he got started on there and he lost a massive amount of weight. He lost like a hundred pounds in like three months. Like, I mean, an an insane amount of weight, like really, really fast. And so when I found out about that, I went home and I told Jessica, uh, who I I was at 514, she was at like 285. And, and I, I told her like, Hey, you know, I found out about this thing. It's like, I've been, I've been thinking about wanting to change, like, because I, I feel like I am, I'm dying. Like I feel not that I'm actually dying. Like there's nothing that's really wrong with me, but I feel like, I am moving on the path that will get me killed here in a very short period of time if I don't do something different. And so after telling her about that, she was like, okay, let's do it. So we decided on June 22nd to, to kind of kickstart the whole deal. And, uh, and we started with two weeks of plain baked potatoes, nothing added, nothing taken away, just plain baked just like potatoes. the guy you had followed. Just like the guy, just like Pendulette and Kevin Pendulette. Smith did. Okay. Uh, it was absolutely horrible. It was, it was horrendous. And I, I have honestly, like, I've come across other people who have done it bef- uh, as well, but they, like, it, everybody struggles with this, especially when, when it comes to like plain potatoes. And I get all these, these things where people are like, but I love potatoes. Like potatoes are awesome. I was like, no, 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 no. You don't love potatoes. You love the stuff that goes on potatoes. potatoes. That's the difference. And so when you, you eat two weeks of one thing, it's called a mono diet. It, it, it completely changes a bunch of stuff in you. One, you lose weight and you lose weight very, very quickly, which is crazy in and of itself. Uh, two, it resets your palate, the way that you taste food because you're eating very, very bland food for two weeks. And three, it changes your mindset on how you view food where all of a sudden you don't have to actually eat to necessarily enjoy it. You just have to enjoy it enough to get the, the fuel into your body. Nutrients you need. Yeah. Yes. So that, that is like the, really what the kickstart for me was after that we switched to a whole food plant-based diet and uh, then steadily lost weight over the next year, culminating in me losing about 160 pounds at, at, at the year mark. And then I lost a bit more after that. And so I still, I still just say I'm at 160 loss though. Boom. You like that folks? Yeah. And Jessica's lost like, well, I don't know, 120, something like that. That's Um, absolutely 125. I don't remember. She's, she's, uh, at wedding weight, which is, was like the lowest that she ever was, uh, in her adult life. So, and uh, wedding date, how many years? Uh, it's been uh, eight years. Eight years. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. You got past that seven-year mark, right? Yeah. <laughs> and the seven-year mark, you're in the midst of all this. That's yes. some self-discipline in itself there. Yeah. So I, I can kind of also, if if you know, tying this back into sort of the self-discipline thing, I am 
essentially entirely self-motivated. Nobody gets me to do anything without me wanting to actually do it with the exception of a couple of people in my life who can actually speak into it and be like, no, you absolutely need to do this. But with the weight stuff, like nobody, it's like I had tons of people telling me that I should lose weight. Cause I mean, obviously I was 500 pounds and people were concerned, but none of their concerns ever bothered me until I got to that point where I was like, I'm going to die. And then that's when I decided to change everything else. And then, you know, I, Jessica was fully on board with this. So, uh, I can say that during the two weeks of potatoes though, like the motivation was the absolute key to getting, to keeping that going. And had I not had Jessica there, I probably would have caved very quickly. And had Jessica not had me there, she probably would have craved very quickly. Uh, it's just, it was a very brutal thing for us to go through. A lot of people have likened it to uh, us going through rehab, basically, like a, de- a complete detox oh, a of, of the body uh, and the mind. Because, like, I wouldn't consider myself addicted to food necessarily because I wasn't constantly just like craving absolutely everything. You know, it's like I just, I, I really enjoy eating food. And it's just that the best foods that I can find are generally the unhealthiest foods <laughs> out there that you can eat. And, I mean, I had no concept on how to cook in a, in a much healthier way. I only knew how to cook the stuff that I knew how to cook. And so like the motivation to keep going though, was, was fairly apparent because I did something crazy in the, in the get go. And I was like, I ate two weeks of potatoes. I, I did this incredible thing. I did. I shocked the system and I, and I changed how my mind sort of perceived, uh, what, what actually I needed to do. And so, you know, the motivation in my head was to live up to the thing that I have already done, which I did two weeks of potatoes. I can do anything now. Like as far as food is concerned. Sure. Like, I mean, I'm not going to go climb a mountain or something, but. <laughs> well, well, and, and it, it, it's the mental side. Yeah. And man, you brought up so many great things. I was taking notes here, or at least trying to Take small tidbits, or I would have filled up the whole journal, folks. What a, I mean, what a surprise! I just actually came in today and said, "Hey, Bri, we're wrapping up the fourth week of self discipline." Yeah, think I had no idea it. I was going to be on the show, it, so I really appreciate it. With no warning at all, he just jumped in here, so that's right off the cuff. Well, I've got so many things I want to touch on here, and I and I and go and ahead. Those listening, I uh, talk about inspiration and motivation. That's why I always say empowered. I, I believe that well, inspiration doesn't last, and motivation doesn't last. As Zig Ziglar says, neither one of those things last, but neither does bathing. That's why we recommend it daily. And then it ties into the accountability partner because you can, yes, we're all self-motivated. Only you can truly force you to do anything. No one else really can. I mean, if they beat you with a whip or this or that, but you have to change the mindset in order to be able to do it. And that all starts with the very first thing I wrote down, Bri, which, which is fantastic. You have to be real with you, where you are right now. You don't have to worry about how you got there, but you have to understand where you are right now is a matter of your choices over that amount of time, Ryan, You didn't weigh 514. You didn't go to bed one night weighing 200 pounds and wake up the next morning, you're 514 pounds. It may have seemed like that, but it didn't happen. So you had the mindset of, yeah, I would love to lose it all up front, but if I don't change the condition mindset and behavior, this is never going to work. And mm-hmm. you did it. You shocked the system right off the bat. And some folks are maybe saying, because we've always got, the, oh, well, maybe it worked for you, but it won't work for me. 
well, maybe this exact plan won't work for you, but this is ideas. These are suggestions that you can use to cater toward you, but you have to motivate you. And it all starts with uh, being real, accepting where you are right here, right now. And then the biggest part, why do you want to change? Well, you had your why. Your why was, I'm going to I don't want to die. die. Yeah. I mean, bang, there's nothing more. Wow. But you had to come face to face with that because I'm guessing over the years, you'd probably, and, and you know, every, you live your own life. You live your own life. You do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But if you thought, yeah, I'd like to lose weight. Yeah, I'd like to feel better. But you didn't have a strong enough why to take you to that next level. And when you found that, I'm going to freaking die. Yeah, I better do something about it. And then you came in with what we all need. And we talked about this on on countless shows, especially when we had uh, Tom Ziegler and some of the coaching staff. Everyone needs a coach. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you need to hire a coach, but you need an accountability partner. Because like you just said, without uh, your wife there, you would have cashed it in. And without you, she would have cashed it in. And the same thing, if you're wanting to change behavior, one, you got to be the one willing to do it but you need somebody there to keep you on track because you're going to want to stop. I mean, I can't imagine in the two weeks of eating potatoes and even those folks that like potatoes, I think you summed it up well. I don't know if you necessarily like potatoes. You like what goes on the potatoes. And after a while, you're like, man, I hate potatoes. Why? Because that's all you've eaten. Yeah. But uh, I really love what you went through changing the, uh, uh, not only the palate, so your, your taste buds are starting to change yeah. because they were conditioned over time, just like anything else, just like your, your conditioned mindset. That was whatever, how many years you've been around, how many years you've been putting things in your mouth and how many years you've been doing what Brian does. That is a conditioned behavior that you've conditioned yourself to do. And you understood in order to change that, I've got to change the conditioned behavior. Yeah, man, I will, I will man, say man. that. Uh, with, with the resetting of the palate, the first thing that I ate after being done with the uh, potatoes was uh, corn on the cob. Nothing added to it. There was no salt. There was no butter to it. It was just straight corn on the cob. And I swear it was the most heavenly thing that I have ever eaten in my life. And, and did you specifically choose corn on the cob for a reason? That's what Penn did. That's what, so, okay. All right. It's kind of funny. That's like the most common like answer that I have to give to people when they're like, well, why did you do it this way? Be like, because that's the way Penn did it. And that's just what we decided to follow. People were like, well, why didn't you, you know, add in like, you know, herbs and spices and stuff? It's like, because that's not what Penn did. Like, I'm sorry. It's like, I don't have an actual explanation for you other than that's what Penn did. So that's what I did. Well, success leaves clues and yeah. follow those clues along the way. And folks, once again, all the things I talk about, motivation, inspiration, but it starts with that empowerment. I'm just dropping seeds in the garden. You nurture those seeds. You cultivate those seeds in a way that works best for you. Because I don't know your problems. You don't know my problems. I don't know Brian's problems. We're all fighting our own battles. But collectively, we can learn from each other. You learn from Penn. I keep saying it's Penn. Penn. And uh, success leaves clues. So don't try and recreate the wheel. They've got something that's working. And you may have to alter it. You may have to tweak it. Yeah, but follow that successful path. And that brings up another point about self-discipline and self-control. Oftentimes, and I know I'm plenty guilty of this, we get so wrapped up in the thoughts and opinions of others because we all want that, I don't know, that, uh, hey, boy, pat on the back, good job. And that makes us feel good. That helps us keep going. But don't buy so much into that because you're going to buy so much into the other side when people give you their excuses. They start poking at you. They start bringing you down. The self-control is, look, my why, I don't, is I, Brian's why, I don't want to die. <laughs> so yeah. he's going to block out the naysayers and focus on the people that want to help him on this journey, want to motivate him, want to be there as an accountability partner, 
not the ones that are trying to bring him down. So here's one little, you'll love this quote. Never take advice from someone who isn't where you're at or where you're wanting to go. And also remember, people that criticize you, they're criticizing you because you're doing the things they wish they could do. So don't listen to them. Show them, inspire them, empower them. But don't give them the time that they don't deserve. Show them the results. And then they can choose to follow or not. Boom. But don't get so wrapped up in that. That's a huge part of self-control because I'll post videos and post things and I get, it must be nice living in your world of sunshine and rainbows. Well, here I start the podcast. The world ain't all sunshine and rainbows. I just choose. And it's a fight. It's a battle. I'm a human being. Some days to be positive and motivating. But I choose. Those are the thoughts I'm going to focus on. I choose that my why is if I'm on here going, yeah, life sucks. It's down. I have those days. But you choose time out of your day to listen to the show. I promise I'm going to give everything I've got in order to empower you. So that's choose what you let in. Go that's why I like that line that, that I say often. And it's one of those things that I always remind myself of. And it's from the song uh, from Bruce Coburn. You got to kick at the darkness till it bleeds daylight. And, and folks, I had forgot about that. I've got that in my notes, but I think that's actually in another notebook. I touched on that after you told me that uh, yeah. before a show, who knows, show like 100 or something way back when. And I referenced that several times. So one more time. You got to kick at the darkness till it bleeds daylight. Bang. How's that? How's yeah. that? Make you want to eat some more potatoes? Uh, actually, <laughs> funnily enough, we are currently eating two or uh, 10 days of uh, potatoes, but we are using seasoning and light sauces and uh we were throwing on some non-starchy vegetables it's called mary's mini uh who is the wife of dr mcdougall who wrote the book the starch solution who is one of the whole food plant-based doctors out there uh but yeah it's it's you pick one starch and then you get like non-starchy vegetables with it seasonings and some very light sauces like salsa and stuff um and then you eat that for 10 days and it's to help sort of reset things get your weight loss going again and blah, blah, blah. So Jessica wanted to do it. So therefore we're doing it. There you go. And, 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 you know, maybe this isn't, uh, they don't achieve the amount of success with this that they did with the first one, but sample it. And if it doesn't work, move on. He's Brian, you're going, you and Jessica are going for the long haul. It's yes. Mm -hmm. uh, you want to improve every single day, but you're not thinking, well, you know what? I tried that for two weeks and it just flat out didn't work. I guess I'll just give up. You know, well, you've got a plan. You're going for the, the if you got a vacation, and just hypothetically speaking, yeah. you're, you're, you're driving to Florida. I've done that. And the highway to Florida, whatever that main highway is, 10 or something, if it's closed down, you say, well, you know what? I guess I'm not going to Florida. No. You find a different route, yeah. is to go to Florida. So you'll find a different route. So just because something doesn't work right on the way uh, Brian and Jessica have seen their results, keep at it. Your goal, your why, I don't want to die. I mean, it doesn't get yeah. any stronger than that. It's one of the things that we tell people a lot because, uh, you know, online we get a lot of people with like a bunch of comments, you know, telling us, oh, we should, you know, we should have done keto instead or we should do this or blah, blah, blah. And I, I tell people a lot of the times, like we encourage everyone to get healthy in whatever way works best for them. Boom. Like we aren't, we aren't trying to force what we do on anybody else. We aren't trying to say that what we are doing is the best. You know, there's a there's a lot of evidence to suggest that a whole food plant based diet is is the better choice in the long haul. Uh, but I've known people who lost 50, 60 pounds eating a keto diet. And so I'm not going to fault them for, you know, losing that weight uh, in in whatever way that they felt it was necessary. 
uh, I mean, one of the best lines that I ever heard as far as like how to maintain a diet is the, the best diet is the one that you can stick to. Fantastic. I mean, it's, it's really, it's, it's that simple. If you can find some, if you can find a healthy diet that, that you can actually maintain and it, it's not something that it, you constantly just want to get off of it so you can eat all of this other stuff, then that's the best diet for you. Sustainability. Ours, ours just happens to be a whole food plant-based diet. Well said, Brian. And that actually helps me a lot. And folks, you hear me talk all the time about how do you silence the critics and the naysayers and, you know, part of self-control. Don't spend time on things you can't control. And you can't control the thoughts, opinions, and actions of other people. You can try and help them, but you can't control it. And I think that's a, it's a great line because we'll post things and everybody's got a critique. Yeah. And uh, usually I go to my right hook of reality. It's like, well, you know so much about it. Why don't you share with everybody else so we can all learn? And then all that does is I now put them in a corner. It's not very smart on my part. I'm getting better at it. Yeah. But what you just suggested, that's fantastic. Yeah. Is, hey, this is what works for us. Here's, here's some ideas. You know, develop your own. Yeah. Just as we're all unique individuals, you know, I'll never be as cool as Brian, but, you know, he may never be as cool as I am either because we're different. That's true. We're different. <laughs> Drop that in a bang. Because you, you have much better hair than me, I think. So, well, yeah. it's all spiky and cool. It's, uh, I want to look good uh, behind a microphone when nobody can see me, <laughs> but no, what works for one of us may not work for others, but it's suggestions, it's tips, it's strategies to help what we all need help with is that first step, you know, a journey of a thousand miles, you know, this folks starts with one single step, but if we don't take that step, we're still standing in the same spot. If Brian and Jessica wouldn't have taken that step, he would still be 514 or maybe 530 pounds by now. Who Most knows? likely, yeah. But you took that first step and know it wasn't easy. And I got to ask, people know the answer. Did you ever think about quitting? Uh, quitting the diet? No. Okay. Yeah, actually, that's it's kind that's of surprising. But that why, I guess. Yeah. They, well, I mean, I've got an incredible uh, like motivation for getting healthy. And not to mention, it's like I said, I started off with something crazy. And then I kind of worked my way up to the diet that I transitioned to. And so for me, like... Even, even if we've gone off the plan, you know, like if, if we've gone off the diet, we went on vacation or it was a holiday or something like that, uh, you know, we, we always came back to we're, our normal way of eating, with, which is whole food, plant-based diet. And there are some very particular reasons for that. And that is, uh, like, we can talk about my, my self-motivation for, you know, maintaining it. Like, basically, I just don't want to die. But if you want to talk about how to actually stay motivated and have that self-discipline, I've got to throw this off to my wife because Jessica is the one who plans ahead. She is the one that figures out like, okay, this is, these are the steps that we're going to take. And she has incredible self-discipline when it comes to that stuff. And, uh, it's, it's kind of amazing. Like she is, she's such a planner. It's, it's kind of ridiculous. And so, uh, for us to maintain and to have motivation and to have self-discipline, one the best thing that we did was we planned everything out as far as our meals go. And yeah, life comes up, things happen, then and kind of knock us off. That's why we got onto the Mary's Mini in in the first place, uh, like for the for the last few days. And it's it's because it's like I said, life just happens, and sometimes you get off of your plan, you get off your strategy or whatever, and so. For me, though, like I'm always trying to get back to that point where it's like, okay, we we are back onto our our schedule, we are back onto this, we are back onto that, and uh, 
one of the other things too is that I can say about self-discipline though, is that limit the amount of exposure that you have to things that will knock you off your path. <laughs> that was that was my next point about self-discipline. I was going to ask what you did with your pantry, with your kitchen, with your did you you went through cleared it. everything. I, I'm guessing you did that, and that's the good like, first step. There, there are, if it's there, it's tempting, and if it's tempting, it's your weak, greatest weak weak moment. Man, I've had potatoes for ten straight days. You know what? I'm just going to have a couple skittles. If they're there, you're going to be yeah. tempted. Yeah. No. 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 Absolutely. And and for somebody like me, it's like who who I'm always just wanting like whatever flavor happens to to be the thing that I'm wanting. <laughs> flavor of the day. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> uh, of which, if you're if you're wondering for, at any given time, it's generally breakfast foods for me. Like I still crave breakfast foods. Like, yeah. Like I mean, I have breakfast every morning, and I'm I really enjoy it. But there's something about that classic American breakfast or like a like a full English breakfast, you know, or something, something along those lines. Those are the things that like drive me insane. I had grits this morning, but I'm kind of getting hungry for it. Doesn't, it doesn't help. <laughs> doesn't help that the office here is right next to a diner and I can smell that food when I walk in. So there's, you know, there's that as well. Uh, but I, I'm but, guessing when you're about to those things, you probably look at a picture of your wife or you look at your uh, Facebook page or your uh, YouTube channel. Oh, that's why I want to stay on track because it's easy to get off the track. I mean, it well, really, really is, especially with all those temptations. It is. It is one of those things where it's like, I kind of feel like if I cross that line, I might cross that line more. And so it's like, I don't really want to do that. Not to mention, I really don't like spending money. So there's, there's oh, there that too. So there's another why folks, if you look yeah. at your bank statements and if you're spending hundreds and hundreds of dollars on eating garbage, I mean, what kind of return are you getting on your investment? I mean, like basically we buy a, like a bunch of beans and, you know, like vegetables and stuff like that on our normal diet. So, I mean, that's some of the cheapest stuff that you can possibly buy. Beans and rice are the cheapest thing that you can buy. Like buy everything dry, cook it all yourself. Boom. Done. Heck of a lot healthier too. Yeah. In, in, in a lot of ways, absolutely. not only the, the nutritional value, but uh, all the preservatives and everything being put in food nowadays, who the heck knows yeah. what you're eating. So, uh, so here's kind of the funny thing. So before we started the potatoes, we we really cleared out everything from the from the freezer, refrigerator, pantry, you name it, we got rid of it. And we didn't throw it out necessarily unless we absolutely had to. We ate it all. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow, now that's a different approach. No, we we ate everything mainly because we didn't want to waste it. You and it, and it was it. like we we bought it, so therefore we ate it. And like that last day before we started the potatoes was just like, I mean, I my body hated me after that because it was like well, I got to get rid of this. Like, cause if oh not, we're throwing it out. So might as well just keep eating. And like, that's exactly what I did. So now that's yeah. an extreme approach. That's totally different. I thought, I thought you were just going to no. throw it in the trash can. Cause I was going to ask probably throwing that first bit away, almost like cleaning out your, your closet there. You got to, uh, I don't want to throw this away, clean the first thing. And then by an hour later, like just get rid of all of it. But you took a different path. You actually ate all the food. So yeah. almost made yourself sick. Oh no, no I absolutely food. did make ourselves wow. sick. Yeah. Now that's extreme. Yeah. It was, uh, in fact, there's, there's some old footage because we recorded like that first bit of us, uh, of doing the potatoes. There's old footage out there of me talking about eating all of this food and just being like, I was like, I, it's like, I'm going to, I want to do the anti-diet It's like where you eat so much that you just make yourself sick that you don't want to eat afterwards. That now that obviously Holy I'm joking God. because that's not the way it works when it comes to somebody who, who eats a lot. It's like, generally, if you eat a lot, you get sick, then you, you know, eventually you're going to get hungry again. And then you're gonna be like, okay, well, I guess I'll just eat more. Uh, but 
yeah, we we definitely went in a in a different direction as far as that was concerned. But we did oh clear out absolutely everything that we possibly could, with the exception of like a couple of things that you know maybe we would use for baking around like holiday time or something like that. Like you know, but it's nothing that was like, oh, this is something that we are using in our everyday meals that I could possibly use, or in those instant grab foods that have no nutrition. Exactly. Value. And so we then filled our refrigerator and our pantry with uh, all of the healthier stuff, you know, tons of vegetables, fruits, and like, you know, we've got nuts and seeds in the pantry and, um, and other little like, you know, foods that we can, we can use, but everything is, is compliant. So now let's jump ahead to just a couple weeks ago though, where we got off of our schedule due to some stuff in life. You know, we had a wedding, we went on a trip, like that kind of stuff. That's a big point. Life happens, folks. Yeah. Life happens. You you can either beat yourself up because life happens, like, or you can roll with it and then get on with your path. Like forget about all that other stuff. Just took a small detour. The next day, uh, actually there's one guy who likes to say it's called a vacation from your diet. It's like don't oh. don't think of it as like, oh, you you broke away from it. It's like take take a vacation from your diet. And then when you're back home, you're back home. And that's, that's when you actually do that. So, um, but as far as bad food in, in the house, we have a very strict rule, like that we do not have bad food in the house. So it, it doesn't matter if we go out on a trip and like, you know, we'll, you know, Jessica and I, we, we really like to go for the vegan junk food actually now, just because it gives, it actually does inspire us to go home and make healthier versions of that stuff even. Okay. Which is, which is what we're going to eat on our normal diet. So even the stuff that we do eat when, when we're out and about, it's still kind of inspiring us to, to make similar versions of that that are healthy and compliant with what we do at home. So everything's a learning experience, even when we're, we're out wow. there like eating bad. You know, people can't see that, but I did quotes, air quotes. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so it's just... I don't know. So we, we, we got off track with that and we started, we decided that we were just going to clear out the pantry and clear out the refrigerator again, but not like, you know, gorge ourselves on all of the stuff. It was just like, Oh, we haven't used this. We bought it, but we never used it, even though it's compliant with what we have. And so we started to clear out some stuff and, and Jessica was eating like, you know, she was eating way more chocolate and it's, you know, it's vegan, dark chocolate you know, but you're not supposed to have a lot of it. And so she started eating, you know, a few more pieces of that every day. And there, there are these, uh, Laura bars. I don't know if you know what those are. They're basically like dates and nuts that have been chopped up and formed into a bar. Okay. They're actually super tasty. Uh, like their apple pie one is just amazing. (laughs) Um, and they, uh, but they're, you know, they're a treat basically, you know, they're not something that you should, you know, be eating That's a constantly great word for it. you think the dog does a good job. You give him a doggy treat. Yeah. You know, Brian does a good job. He gets a treat. That, that's yeah. a good way to look at it. It's a reward. Yeah. So, I mean, I wasn't really in that, like Jessica was eating the chocolate and she was eating the lower bars. Like, I mean, maybe I was having one or two, uh, but yeah, she felt that she was like getting back into a bad cycle of things. She and so herself. that's when she was like, no, let's go ahead and actually do the Mary's mini and like, you know, it's something new that we haven't done before. It's, it's an easier version of the two weeks of potatoes that we did like, but you know, let's, let's go ahead and, and, you know, get this back on, on track, you know, let's get, get back into the groove of things. And then we dragged along our, uh, our friend, Martin, uh, who is another YouTuber. Uh, his channel is Martin, the great potato mage. Uh, he does daily vlogs about just, uh, different his life in general because he's a british dude who lives in germany and he's just a, a funny guy and i love watching his videos 
so we dragged him along and then we published a video about it, which w- went up uh, Wednesday. Oh, um, I didn't get that. Uh, we're 30 minutes in. Tell the folks how they can find you, Brian. I apologize. Oh, yeah, yes. And uh, those just, well, I don't think you're just you joining said, in. You, you but, did uh, say Crocs in the Kitchen earlier. Okay. But uh, on YouTube, if you search for Crocs in the Kitchen, you will, you will find us. Uh, we will pop up. Heck, if you search for potato diet, we're like number three and four video uh, on, uh, on, on the list. Yeah, right. I'm not joking. Right behind potato uh, gun, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you can also find us at crocsinthekitchen.com. Now, I got I to gotta specify this is crocs with a K. So it's K-R-O-C-K-S in the kitchen. Remember that K. It is the story of my life that anytime I have to tell my name to somebody, it's like, oh, uh, it's like, what's the name under? Croc. Uh, uh, and they're looking in the C's. Nope, it is not that kind of crock. It is K R O C K S in the kitchen. That's and the special awesome K is what that stands for. Yes. And, uh, well, I think there was a cereal back in the day, special K, but uh, yeah, and of course that. And that uh, was, like, was supposed to like for weight loss and stuff. Like I remember it was specifically marketed to like women and stuff. Yeah. Okay. But this is special awesome K. Uh, Crocs in the kitchen with a K. So, Brian, I got several things popped up there. Go ahead. One back on the self-control of, um, I guess, the self-control of following the path, of when you deviate off that path occasionally, not beating yourself up. Mm -mm. And I know a lot of uh, people I talk to and me personally, our self-talk is sometimes the most worst criminal behavior on the planet. I mean, if anybody talked to us the way we often talk to ourselves, we would knock them out or have them <laughs> locked away someplace. But yet we do it to ourselves. So, folks, you're going you're gonna to fail at times. That's life. As you said, life gets in the way of life. It just happens. I don't even like Gently to look at it as failing. Bring yourself back. You had a fail. Yeah, you're right. Because failing is means I give up and quit. A failure or a misstep, you're going to have those. Gently bring yourself back. And I actually just talked to, uh, that was yesterday, the day before, about meditation. And I gave an example of, and, and meditating is tough, just like anything else, to try and stay on that path. But instead of beating yourself up for missing a day, hey, reward yourself. I got eight days in a row. Now let's get back on that track. But the example I gave, I think it'll follow along and help people out with the self-control instead of beating yourself up. And this works great on meditation. Visualize this. You take a baby, you put it on a blanket on the beach. Now, inevitably, it doesn't matter if it's the beach or anywhere else, but I'm thinking the beach serene. The baby's sitting on the blanket. What is that baby going to do? It's going to crawl off the blanket. Mm -hmm. That's what it's going to do. So do you beat the baby for crawling off the blanket? No, you gently pick the baby up, and you gently place it back in the middle of the blanket, knowing that it's going to go again. So what does this have to do with meditation? Meditation, your mind is going to wonder. If you're on a diet or a health plan, you're going to miss a day. Don't beat the baby. Don't beat yourself up. Gently put it back and say, hey, let's start all over again. Mm-hmm. And if you can do that, master that self-control of not beating yourself up for every misstep, you're going to be well on your way. That, that, that self-talk is so important. And then it comes to the next point I wanted to make, the plan. And uh, my wife is the, uh, I, I come up with ideas, uh, w- wacky ideas. I mean, that's just uh, my notebook here. And that's, that's my Gift. We're we're similar like yeah, that, absolutely. You know, and we both married somebody else who does the other thing that oh, we don't that do. We can't, and extremely well. And folks, you hear me talk all the time. We've been bankrupt twice with our martial arts academy because I'm a visionary. And I work hard, but uh, without having a direct plan, I'm just spinning in circles like a dog chasing its tail. Yeah, gives you something to do, but it's exactly the way I want. <laughs> so the plan of action that is fantastic. So that that got me thinking. She's planning out their meals. It's right there. Just follow the plan. That's simple enough. 
But if you don't have a plan, and what does uh, Zig Ziglar say? If you don't, or, I don't know if he said this one, but I'm going to get to one. He said, if you uh, fail to plan, you plan to fail. Zig Ziglar's thing is, if you don't have a target, you're going to hit it every time. If you don't have a goal, you're going to hit it every time. You're like, wait a minute, I can hit my goals? No, there's no goal there, so you can just shoot the arrow anywhere. you got to have a plan on how to get there. And that brings up the plan for shopping. So I'm guessing yeah. your wife. Oh, we've got a video on that, actually. That you, It's like how we plan out our weeks, you know, how we go plan to the out store our shopping list. Plan, yeah. you, you go in there, and now you got $200 worth of garbage. And it's like, and don't go when you're hungry. <laughs> we all know that. That is but very true. The plan, though. So your wife, I'm guessing, has a plan, and you said you got a plan, video on it, too. shopping list, all of it. Yeah, if you go to Crocs in the Kitchen on YouTube, you can find our, our weekly planning video and our shopping list. It's, it's all in one video. And it's, it's seriously, it lays out, okay, we're going to do this for, you know, the, we're going to have this for lunch and this for dinner for these days. And then Jessica knows like, okay, what goes into this? Okay. Then I need to buy this. And like, we, we run through the pantry, like, and figure out everything that we need. Everything is planned out, like at least the week in advance, if not longer than that. Wow. So there's no excuses. I can't say, well, I don't have time to plan. You've already done all the work for them, right? Yeah. Jessica did all the work for you. Yeah. The, the problem comes when we like when it's like if our weekend gets taken up because that's when we normally do all of the, the, the prepping, prepping for the next. Sure. And so like if something happens, like like I said uh, a few weeks ago, we had my brother-in-law's wedding. Like, well, that's not just a one-day event. I mean, that's Jessica is involved with, with that. You know, she's helping everything go, you know, move along and, and getting stuff set up and helping make decorations and all that kind of stuff. And so it's like everything kind of got thrown off there. And so that's why we, you know, got off of our, our groove. But you didn't beat the baby. You accidentally put the baby exactly. back on the blanket and started over again. Exactly. And so we just used it as a time of transition, though, after oh, that to work. then get to to what we're doing right now, which is is the Mary's Mini for the next, um, I don't know, like week or so. But it's, it's I don't know, it's incredibly fascinating to me, all of this stuff. It, uh, amazing, amazing. And, and uh, several key points there, folks. Oh, I actually didn't want to go back to something. Yes. Uh, cause, cause you brought this up when you're talking about, you know, beating yourself up because you got off. It's like, you know, when you're talking about the baby, um, and I see a ton of comments online, uh, from people who are just like, you know, like, Oh, I lost weight. It's like, but then, you know, I eat this stuff and then I feel really bad about myself and like, I do this and blah, blah, blah. And in my mind, I'm just thinking, why do you care about what you just did in the past? Like, we, we, this isn't like a, you know, an all or nothing kind of deal. I was like, your goal is to live. Your goal is to be healthy and live longer, right? Like that's, that's what it is. It's like, if your goal is just to look good, then you're probably going to fail at whatever it is that you're doing. <laughs> but if you are trying to be healthy and you know, you feel bad because you ate a bad meal beforehand, you know, whatever, whatever it happens to be, you, you, you fell off of the path that you were going on. Okay. What are you doing tomorrow? What are you doing right now? What are you going to do for the rest of the day? It's like, are you going to eat something bad in like the afternoon? And then just be like, well, the rest of this day is shot. shot. Like, what, what matters? Yeah. You know, don't think that way. Think, okay, yeah, I did that. That wasn't a very good idea for, for what I'm trying to do as far as like the overall goal for what I'm trying to achieve, which is I'm trying to get healthy. And so I, it just, it's fascinating to me to see these people online that, that post these comments and, and I mean, I love, I love reading people's stories anyway, but I just, I wish I could like, just look them in the face and just be like, why do you care about what you just did? Focus wow. on what you need to do now. 
and not what you did in the past. It's like, cause you can't change that. Learn from it. Yeah. But, uh, learn it, from it and move on. But don't like, dwell on it. That's an excellent point. Cause we all fall off. Mm-hmm. But do we spend more time beating ourselves up? And I love that comment. And I've talked about this before folks. It's a huge part of self-discipline. You know, it, it, it's, it's self-discipline is such a tough thing because we, you think you have to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect. You just continuously do the little things day in and day out. You're going to have breaches. You're going to have when you fall off. Accept that as what it is, but then move on from there. Because oftentimes, hypothetically speaking, and this is usually what happens, people are, are tired. They've been running all day. Their, their self-discipline meter is on empty. So you know what? It's not going to matter. I didn't go to the gym today. I didn't uh, eat my lunch properly. So driving through the Taco Bell drive through whatever, whatever, I've already l- lost the day. No, you lost that part of it, but there's always, you can start fresh right now. I get it though. You got your kids, you've been running to sports and everything else. But the problem with that is that endless cycle, you eat that food, you know, you shouldn't have eaten. Then you uh, go to bed your stomach is not used to eating that food. So now it's trying to break it down. It's trying to process it. And you know, your digestive system is your hardest working system. So if it's working overtime, trying to break down garbage and crap, you're not going to sleep very well. So what happens? You sleep in. You get up late the next day and you're like, oh, I'm late. I don't have time to eat. I'm just going to eat this whatever Pop-Tart. And now you've started it all over again. Those things happen. Accept it. But like you just said, Brian, even if you've had a terrible day, you can start right now. I goofed up. That stuff's in the past. Let's have a a fresh start. Let's think of uh, Febreze Brothers (laughs) from the other guys. Fresh start. I always always like it, uh, you know, the stuff that you, you reference to Rocky, you know, and that is, is like, it doesn't matter how many times you get knocked down. It's, oh. it's, it's all about how many times you get back up again and try. And I know that's not the quote you like. No, that, that sums it up though. You're going to yeah. get knocked down. You're yeah. going to screw up. You're going to have failures. Just don't fail. You fail when you give up. Yeah. And back to the, the plan action. Exactly. You have a plan. Your why was, I don't want to die. I mean, it didn't get any stronger than that. And what you're going to do as you move along, and you know this, you're getting healthier and healthier and healthier. So your destination may change. Hey, you got to Florida, and you just went to, I have a crazy example, Panama City Beach, you know, Panhandle. Man, I want to go on down to Jacksonville. Heck, I want to go down to the Keys, man. So I've always wanted to go to the Keys. I've never been there either. I'd love, I'd love it. I'd love to drive along that highway that connects to all of them. So that would be always fantastic. fascinating to me. So there's a plan, right? You initially plan just to go to Panama City. I've got so many plans to to hit so uh, so many different places around the world that uh, I'm yeah I don't know how I'm going to accomplish any uh, like most of it in my lifetime. But I do know this, and that is a few years ago, Jessica and I got the opportunity to go to London and Paris, and we did so when we were extremely heavy, and so we took. You know, we we did we didn't drive anywhere, so we took trains and we took buses and stuff like that. But it was a massive amount of walking, and I don't know if you've ever tried to walk around Paris. I've never been there. It's on, the, it's on the list. It's it's fairly spread out, and it was a massive amount of walking for me. And I did that when I was extremely fat and really really out of shape. And so I want to go back again when I'm uh, healthy, and I want to see how much I can enjoy it then when I'm not having to worry about, you know. Oh, if I walk up this or I walk all the way over there, will I have a bench that I can sit at? Folks, that's another thing. I mean, those are, man, I love it. And that's that's what being we, transparent. what we call a non-scale victory. Oh, wow. Explain that. So a lot of people talk about weight loss and getting healthy and, and that kind of stuff. And they talk about the number that is on the scale. And as I've said in videos and stuff like that, um, 
you know, you should never become emotionally invested in the number on the scale. It's like, it's just a number. It's a fact. It, it doesn't change anything about you. It's just the number at which your body is in this gravity and this gravity can change. So therefore your weight can change. It is not a, a fixed number. Okay. Wow. Change, I change your mass the difference between, uh, just losing weight and being healthy, right? Yes. Yeah, just losing weight. I mean, of course, there's a lot of shortcuts you can take, but that's not necessarily going to make you healthy. Yeah. Uh, that, that's a great point. I mean, your weight can change depending on how close you are to the core of the earth. So you will weigh less <laughs> on a mountain than you will in Death Valley. It's just that simple. Now, I understand if this is like where you are normally, like you're, you're sort of, a, what's the word, homeostasis or whatever. Like this is like the point at which you, you exist. Uh, then you... You know, you can use the the weight loss on the scale as a guide to see like, okay, my body, I actually am losing mass. I'm, I'm going on this path. Uh, but a non-scale victory is the things like, holy cow, I can wear this shirt now and it's not like super tight. Oh, I can button this shirt. And I actually, a, a, a couple months ago, I buttoned up a shirt that I'd never been able to button before. And it was, it's one of the shirts that I've, I've been wearing it for like, you know, the last couple of years and I've never been able to button it up. Oh, and man, I finally, awesome. I got in front of the mirror and I had it on and I was just like, I wonder if I can actually button this up. And so I buttoned it up and I stood there and I stared at myself in the mirror wearing this shirt. And I love this shirt. And like, I, I actually like broke down a little bit because I was just like, break down right now. I've, God I've, dang. It's like, I've never actually seen myself wearing this shirt properly. Oh. And it was a moment of just like, no, like how, how in the world That's could I have I let myself potatoes. like That's get to this, this point? Like how, how in the world could I let myself get to that point where I couldn't even enjoy something like a shirt that I actually really like. And, and you know, now I can button it up and now the shirt's worn out and it's, it's a shirt that I'm going to have to get rid of, you know, because it's just, it's falling apart. But it's like, I had all of that time that I could have like actually enjoyed this thing. And it's like, but I never, I never actually like had the self-discipline to allow myself to get to a point where I could enjoy it. And so like I had, I had a moment where like I, I actually started crying a little like while staring at myself in the mirror. And it was purely because I was finally able to button a shirt that I actually really enjoyed. And, and, uh, and to some others, maybe a silly little thing. Oh, you button a shirt, but no, that's an emotional connection to you. Mm -hmm. That is fantastic. Now, and, and that's something you need to film too, not to stage it. Yeah, uh, because it, it, it loses its genuinity there. Yeah. but man, that's transparent. For put on a shirt here for Jessica though, it was actually one of the ones that sticks out in my mind is the simple fact that when we were going, uh, we we both went on to Metrolink, you know, here in uh, in St. Louis. And most of the time when I would sit there, I would take up like a seat and a half, right? And now I take up like a seat and an inch, you know, like I'm still a big dude, no matter what I do, but there is enough room now for Jessica to actually sit next to me. That is fantastic. And it's, it's something so simple. Things, it's a non-scale victory. Non I'm going to have to write that down. Non-scale yeah. victory. I like that a lot. And like, folks, I know you can't see Bri here. You'll see him when you go to his YouTube channel, yeah. uh, Crocs in the Kitchen. Uh, however, as big as he may have been, and uh, he's a strong, hearty young man now, his heart, his drive, his motivation, and his sincerity is far bigger than he'll ever be. And that's why he's sharing these stories with you on the show here. That's why he's sharing everything on uh, his uh, YouTube channel and Facebook, because he knows what he 
has uh, sustained from this. And as small as putting a shirt on or being able to sit next to his wife on the Metrolink. Those are huge things. Yeah. And uh, so get back to the healthfulness. I just love that because we, you know, there's things out there. You can drink this drink and lose 10 pounds, but that's not healthy and it's not sustainable. What you've done is through self-discipline and self-control. Now, now I will, I will give you one final like non-scale victory. And this actually goes back to another shirt. So if you watch the first video that we ever made, uh, or, or any of the other ones that shows a side-by-side shot of Jessica and I, uh, standing there in, in gray, gray shirt, uh, and just standing next to each other, you know, side profile. The first shot is us like, or, you know, in June 22nd or, or, uh, I think it was like the 23rd or something like that before we got started on the, on, on the, the potatoes, uh, you, you will see us. And we were both very, very fat on the last video or the last picture that we did at the year mark. We are both standing there. We're much, much thinner now. And we're both still wearing gray t-shirts. The difference is I'm wearing the gray t-shirt that Jessica was wearing in the first picture. Oh my gosh. Where can we find this? We got, we got you can go. find our, it's all on YouTube. And uh, I believe Jessica's posted these pictures on Instagram, but yeah, it's, what's it's, your Instagram channel? Uh, you can just search for Crocs in the kitchen. That's Crocs okay. with a K. Uh, yeah. Crocs in the kitchen. You can search on any of the platforms and you will find us, uh, fantastic. And, and, and all of it. Just remember Crocs with a K. Uh, but yeah, that the picture that was taken on June 22nd, 2019, I am wearing the shirt that Jessica was wearing in the 2018 photo. Because that's the difference in my size now. That is fantastic. Oh, wow. Fantastic. And now, and now she's like, she, she has to, had to go through and like get rid of a ton of clothing, uh, because none of it fits her anymore. But now it's like, it's to the point where her biggest stuff at the time is now like stuff that I might actually be able to wear. So. Holy cow. Yeah. Right. That is fantastic. Son of a gun. So what do you think, folks? We've been talking about self-discipline for uh, this entire month here. And self-control is kind of the last week. But mind over emotion, words over emotion, body over emotion. But most importantly, most importantly, control those emotions to realize that you're going to goof up. You're going to make mistakes. Let's celebrate the victories. Get back on track. But have a plan. I mean, there's so much to take away from this show my goodness. I got one more line for you then. All right, baby. Because every Bring time it. you talk, like it, it pops stuff back into my head, lines that I tell myself. Emotions are the enemy of rational thought. Oh, my gosh. That's, That's a good one. That is good. One more time. Emotions are the enemy of rational thought. Now, now that's not to say that you shouldn't have emotions. It's just that sometimes you got to check in your head, be like, am I having an emotional reaction to this? But yes, but what is the thing that I actually need to do? Yeah, well, in uh, the book, uh, I Am Bullyproof, which, uh, gosh, folks, I've, I think I've wrote this week alone uh, 40-something hours, so that's aside from all the <laughs> other things I'm working on, but I'm really trying to wrap this thing, this thing up, and a big part I talked, I wrote yesterday for five or six hours was on emotions, and we're human beings. We all have emotions. Some days we feel like crying. Some days we feel like punching a hole through the wall. Some days we're happy. Some days we're laughing. And some days we have a hard time just dragging ourselves out of bed. It, we're all emotions. But emotions are the enemy of rational thought. And that gets back to the very first thing we said here uh, about the fire. Uh, a fire out of control is what? Uh, a fire that isn't controlled is useless. Right Boom. So an emotion that isn't controlled pretty useless. Think about it, you get too overly mad and you end up hurting somebody. 
that's that's bad. You yeah. get too overly emotional and cry. I mean, that's a human emotion. But if you're crying for day upon day upon day upon day, man, we got to check that out. You need help from somebody else because life, you're, you're focusing on all the bad. And bad things happen. Yeah. But balance that out. Gosh darn, Brian. Great stuff, buddy. What do you think? I think it's good. Uh, it's 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 awesome. It's more there, than awesome. It's there, kicking life, baby. There's, there's a lot more that we could actually talk about. Like, And it, and if you want to like get into the detail on like the stuff that Jessica and I did with our weight loss, like, please check out our, our YouTube channel or on Facebook, Instagram, any of that kind of stuff. But watch watch some of those videos because we explain a lot about how we actually did stay motivated. In fact, that's one of the number one questions we ever get asked is how did you how did you guys stay motivated to like do all of this stuff? And I'm just like, well, I didn't want to die like, you know, it, that that's the one thing. But how did we actually stay on track and how did we keep going with with our plan? It's very simple. We planned ahead and batch cooking. That's the other big secret that we discovered too batch is, is that you make a lot of food over the week and then you just but keep eating that planning. That's planning. You have to plan it out. Um, and, and here's the thing about kind of self-discipline folks and overcoming the fear. And Brian, his fear was I'm going to die. Obviously we're all going to die, but we want to be around and live our, we want to have that mindset that the rest of my life is going to be the best of my life. What happened in the past is in the past, but your current pain has to be at a point that forces you to change because if not, it's not sustainable. Brian's current pain was, I'm not, I'm not healthy right now. I'm not going to live. I want to live. I want to be here for my wife. So that current pain of death, <laughs> the thought is what pushed him. And hopefully your pain isn't that severe, but there is something, there is an itch. There's a pain that you have right now, but until that pain is strong enough or until that pain, you recognize it until it's so severe that you discipline yourself to overcome that, you're not going to. So search your heart, search your soul, find out what it is that you truly want to change and then take the corrective steps. So, Brian, we're almost over on time here. Man, thank you very much. Folks, Crocs in the Kitchen with a K, check it out. And I, I think we definitely need to plan another show and have you on. I know I just kind of dropped it on yeah. you today. No, 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 it's fine. And and you, uh, anybody out there, if you have any questions, find us on any of these these platforms. Uh, and send us a message. We will always see it. We will always read it. And hopefully we can give you an answer of some kind. If, if you want to follow along with, with us and, and try and make steps towards losing weight and getting healthy and stuff like we're not experts, but we can tell you our story and hopefully that can inspire and motivate you to, to take those steps to get onto a healthy path. Fantastic. And folks, we've all got a story. We've all got a battle that we are fighting or have fought. And, you know, I've been talking about this a lot lately. By Brian sharing his story, being very transparent about it, there's millions of people out there that are going through that exact same thing right here, right now. So by him sharing that, that's an unbeknownst to him. He's helping millions of people. You've got a similar story of something that happened to you. Share that story because you're going to help people that you don't know. You're going to impact them because here's the three phases of life. You're either in a storm. You're either about ready to go in a, a, a storm or you're coming out of a storm. So you might be, Brian was in a storm of, I, I, I'm about to die here. I'm going to change it. By him being transparent, he's sharing that. That's helping out countless other people. Other people, when Brian has his problems and Jess has their problems of falling off the track, you guarantee there's millions of people out there that are right now falling off that track. Or somebody's about to fall off that track. So share your story because collectively, 
That's what kicking life is all about. It's us working together to help each other. Brian shared his story. That's helping us with self-discipline, self-control, letting us know he's a human being. He's fallen off the track, but he got back on it. Planning's been something that's helped save them. That's going to help out others. Maybe you had another similar story that, uh, um, that whatever went on in your life. But kicking life is not a good life. It's not a great life. It's not an awesome life. That's all good. It's not even a fantastic life. Kicking life, baby, is when all four legs of that chair, the mental side, the spiritual side, the physical side, and the emotional side are all balanced. We've all got a gift. Let's work together to help each other live their best kick in life. Brian, gosh, man, thank you very much. No problem. Crocs in the kitchen, folks. Check it out. And always here, please share your comments, your feedback. Love reading them. Love those five-star reviews. So please check us out on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast from. On Facebook, Kicking Life with Master Grogan. Instagram, Kicking Life. We uh, actually have that now. Instead of kickinglife.mastergrogan, it's just Kicking Life. K-I-C-K-I-N Life. I don't do a whole lot with Twitter, but we've got a few things there. And our YouTube channel, Kicking Life, Master Grogan, is continuing to grow as well. We love the feedback, love the comments, but let's share this with others to help each other live their best kick in life. Brian, you got a little sound off for our folks there? No? Nope. That's it. Crocs in the kitchen. That's all he's got. He's like, Sorry. oh, what? <laughs> like, what are you? Uh, uh, we had a great show, man. Don't do that to me. aren't the droids you're looking for. <laughs> oh, man. Boom. Uh, so you say that we've got Star Wars camp going on at the Academy all week. So uh, we're coming up with different kinds of games, our martial art Star Wars theme activities. So our Star Wars camp is going on. Today's the last day of the last camp of the summer, and it's the Star Wars one. And we just watched... Uh, Star Wars, I guess it used to be one. I don't know what it is now. New Hope. Yeah, is episode four, technically. Four now. Okay. Oh, you're, yeah, you're talking to like a supreme Star Wars nerd here. So, okay. That's the entire reason to why I wanted to lose weight and live longer anyway, you know, was just to see more Star Wars movies. Whoa. And all along I've been talking about there you go. Uh, it was, it was, you're worried about you're going to die now. I guess you still are. You're worried you're going to die and miss a Star Wars movie. Exactly. There you go. That's the extra fuel to the fire. <laughs> All right, folks, as always, thank you so very much for taking time out of your busy day. I truly appreciate it. I promise you I'm going to give you everything I've got, give you the best guest on the show. We're going to deliver that right hook of reality. We're also going to do it with a loving touch because we want you to live your best kick in life. I love you. God loves you. Please share that love with the world. And until we talk again, you get out there and do your best, and I promise you'll be your very best. God bless you. God bless your loved ones. Have a blessed day. I can't wait to chat with you again real soon. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening to another exciting Kickin' Life podcast. This is Master Rich Grogan, your Kickin' Life guru, reminding you you can find our podcast online at kickinlifepodcast.com or through iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcast. Tune in next week, another exciting show coming your way. In the meantime, you get out there and do what you do best, and I promise you'll be your very best. Have a blessed day, everybody. Talk to you real soon. This podcast was a presentation of lightupmedia.fm.